I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. I'm an ass man. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, Monday Night Football, a game that no one's going to put in any kind of time capsule. The Chargers beat the Jets 27-6. to Keenan Allen will. Keenan Allen, yes, gets to 10,000 yards for his career, makes 
maybe the catch of the year in the NFL. Yeah, that's good. I don't know that there's been a better catch so far. I would that buy that NFT. Rim. I mean, Ooh. come on. That was a nice rolling. That was a nod to the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Treehouse of Horror or Terror or whatever they call it. The Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but just because every five minutes there's something to laugh about the Jets on, mm-hmm. the Chargers win tonight. They had two drives longer than 24 yards. Yeah. And they still scored 27 points and beat the Jets 27-6, right? Defense, special teams, domination. But but the Jets' offense is just so bad, and we've talked about a lot the last hour about how bad it is and how the Jets refuse to, to understand that there was a problem. You saw how bad it was a week ago. All right, that should have been your last sign going, beep, beep, beep. this is really, really bad, Sound man. Sound the alarm. This is really, really bad, man. I mean, it's really bad. And what do you get? This is what you get coming off of a big, w- and you don't make a move. You realize and you watch Zach Wilson play like this, and you watch the entire offense play like this because you know. Look, we, we when we got into this a few weeks, a couple weeks ago, I said, "Look, there's a lot that's wrong here." The Jets went all in on Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers got hurt. They brought in the players that he wanted. They thought, "Look, this is going to be great." Aaron likes Alan Lazard. We're going to go get Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard is washed. You he think we need washed. one more? Let's go he get Randall terrible. Cobb while we're at Randall it. Cobb can't even get on the field. Right? You have Garrett Wilson, who's great, and that's really it. And now you have an offense that your receivers are terrible. Your offensive line is hurt. And your quarterback stinks. And I don't know why they feel the need to be so beholden to Zach Wilson when he has done nothing but not even clear the lowest bar. Like, it's it's one thing if you got to live, but guys that have been longtime backups that are getting chances to play now. Josh, Do- again, Josh Dobbs, keep going. Josh Dobbs You're was okay for Josh Arizona. With no practice, he won a game for Minnesota yesterday. Like, there's guys that, that barely play. Will Levis, no reps as a number one quarterback. He comes in and he's great. At some point, you've had three seasons to know our quarterback is bad. And if something happens, we have to go out and get something else. And they didn't do it when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Okay, okay. Again, I go back to the horror movie thing. Well, they hey, did bring in Tim Boyle. When the when, when the old man says, ah, I wouldn't go in those woods because there's a guy in there, man, wearing a hockey mask and he just kills everybody. Yeah, but when's the last time he killed somebody? Maybe he's not going to kill anybody this weekend. Nah, I don't know. I wouldn't go there. I, I think he just, he just killed a bunch of people last week. Cops were here, took a bunch of stuff out. I wouldn't go. Nah, thanks a lot, old man. All right, we're going to go. And then they go in and then Jason goes up and and he starts tearing up the camp. And people go, oh, well, you know what I should do? Instead of running away, I'm going to stay here and try to fight him. No, you don't tell. You try to run away. How many warnings? How many chances to throw the emergency brake do you get in a horror movie? And no, no, no. I'm going to continue to make bad decisions. I don't know who makes worse decisions, people in a horror movie or the Jets. But you had the offseason where you signed Aaron Rodgers. You are turning the page on Zach Wilson. Why the hell do you feel the need to say, hey, we're going to keep him. He's going to be our backup. You're done with him. You're done. You're done because he stinks. He was overdrafted. He wasn't a guy. You gave him two full years, and you couldn't even trust him to throw the football more than five yards. He's bad. So you should have gone out and got another guy, and you didn't. Okay, Rodgers gets hurt. Oh, man, now we're stuck with Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson still struggles every single week to put points on the board to move the team. He's inaccurate. Not all of it is his fault, but you know what? A good quarterback overcomes stuff. Again, see Josh Dobbs, who was able to walk in with no practice and win a game. So the Jets had another chance to say, okay, we may need to get better at quarterback. Let's try to go get a guy at the debt. No. We're not going to get a guy at the deadline because Rodgers is coming back. If Rodgers was coming back sometime in mid November or in a week or two, I would say, 
Okay, yeah, hey, you, you, we're going to try to try to stay afloat, but you don't know when he's going to come back. You know, and don't you want to win games until then? Because again, Josh Dobbs, I'm going to tell you and show you that he showed you that with no practice time, I can come in and win a game. I don't need practice. Don't worry about how long is it going to take you to get up to speed with the playbook. Josh Dobbs didn't even know the plays, man. He's saying, hey, Justin, go long. I'm Jordan. Justin's out. Oh, right. Sorry. All right. Justin's out. Jordan. You sound like all guys from New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Right? We got Justin and Jordan and KJ. Well, they yeah, are back on tour. Yeah. And Alexander. Yeah, we're all, oh, ain't nothing but a heartache. So he goes and wins games. Yeah. And you, I don't need to know the playbook. The Jets could have done it. They had multiple chances to say, we need to make sure we get better quarterback and again it's not all on Zach Wilson but a decent quarterback is able to cover up and make some kind of plays and he can't and and they, they don't call they don't call plays that that do what he does great they don't let him get outside the pocket they don't let him throw downfield into do any of these things and the Jets wind up struggling every single week and they didn't have to and that's the worst part is that this is not well hey X, Y, and Z happen, and, and, and you're trying to adjust on the fly. No, you had many multiple warnings. You need to get better here. Need to get better. Need to get better. No, 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 no. We're fine. We don't need to do anything. We don't need anything, old man. We're going in. I got six packs of beer. I got a lot of pot. Uh, we're going to have sex. And uh, I got everything we need, old man. Uh, that's going to fight. You do take your serial killer and you shove it. All right? Okay. I will tell you this. The way you describe it, that's one hell of a way to go. I mean, I could That's be more never, crass with some of the things that I mean, my uh, my uncle always uh, <laughs> talked about when he would die, uh, how how he had had wished, and you could go to the worst imaginable things, whatever the crassest is that a word? Uh, sure, crudest thing uh, that goes into your head. That's what he had to say. Now, um, Zach Wilson, five point three seven yards per pass attempt. Uh, today, as he does go for 263, absorbed eight sacks, couple of fumbles, all of those things. Your guy, Brees Hall, is also an, a, a whole other thing, right? Because you don't have to worry about Zach Wilson other than what Garrett Wilson does. And Conklin and a couple of guys made plays later. That's all fine and good. But you look at the Brees Hall stats to kind of show the problem has as many tentacles at this point. He had that 127-yard performance against the Bills Mm -hmm. in the season opener. He had 177 yards against the Broncos. Mm -hmm. Very, I mean, the most carries he had all year. Otherwise, um, let's see. Against Cowboys, he averaged 2.2 yards. Against the Patriots, 1.5. 9.3 against Chiefs. That was good, but he Mm -hmm. had uh, six carries. Uh, Broncos, eight yards a carry. And then the last three He's games... He's leading the NFL in yards per carry. I mean, that Brees Hall is uh, Brees Hall is not the problem. 12 for 39, 12 for 17, 16 for 50. Well, what? look at tonight. What happened tonight? The Jets got down 14 nothing in the yeah, first yeah, quarter. Yeah, but, but what I'm and, saying and you is... you know you're not going to be able just, to run the football. You know? You, you, you can't. You're down 14 nothing. That may as well have been 50 points for the Jets. He still had 16 carries. Yeah. And he barely yeah. fell forward. Okay. Don't try to absolve him. Because no, it's I'm, all the problem. I'm, I'm saying he does. He does. He doesn't take every snap. No, he's not. The, he's not you know? the head of the snake here. No, the decision makers are the ones that need to be called out. And obviously, Zach Wilson. You felt a lot better about him three and a half hours ago. I never felt good about. No, Zach you did Wilson. though. No, I never no, did. Oh, you loved I, hey, him. As even the Jets are winning, I'm telling you, Zach Wilson stinks. And even when they win, I tell you, don't forget he stinks. Don't forget every Jets win is tempered by. Don't forget. Don't forget he stinks. They won in spite of him. I, dot I, dot dot. I, no, it's it's a difficult thing when you see. Look, Mike White, while he was no great shakes, 
he's down in Miami. And now you have Tim Boyle, who couldn't hang on as the backup in Chicago. Cut, brought back, cut, brought back. Now he's the backup for the Jets. And, you know, you keep referencing Josh Dobbs. Remember, he is the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. As an aerospace engineer, he is the smartest quarterback in the room. Although I don't think he reminds you of that by bringing any kind of family members up there. I I think Taylor Heineke is the new Ryan Fitzpatrick, where he plays well for a little bit. You think, well, and then he turns back into Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm just going into the smartest guy. No, but I go. But, but, but the thing is, Heineke's jumped from team to team. He's played really well in spurts, no, no, you, but then yeah, goes yeah, back yeah, to you, being that guy. See, they're, they're, Taylor Heineke, they're the Ryan parts. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah, they're like these the Jekyll Hyde of yeah. Um, yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, heir apparents, as it were. But yeah, for your Jets, it's it's a mess. Like as soon as Rodgers went down, you got to go into the Marcus play. Well, I mean, last week before the trade deadline, what we do? We harped on Jerry Jones time and time again. What came into play? down in, in yesterday's loss to the Eagles, the fact that you didn't have another wide receiver to go to. And, look, Ferguson's wide open doing They're working out Martavis Bryant tomorrow for a reason. <laughs> hey, talk about a guy, you know, another guy whose career was uh, jettisoned for the fact that he couldn't lay off the the weed. Hey, did you hear the Cowboys are working out Bryant tomorrow? Nah, not you, Des, a different one. Sorry. Oh, bring back the X. Sorry. But they also didn't go get a running back. Whether it was Derrick Henry or anybody else, we thought maybe a reunion with Zeke Elliott uh, could be in the cards. Nope, didn't do any of that. Tony Pollard continues to struggle, and especially in short yardage situation, he's a he's a non non factor. So the fact that teams couldn't look themselves in the mirror and get out of their own ways to go into the trade market or free agent market when you've had players. Uh, floating around, particularly running back, you can always find someone to bring into the mix uh, and give a look-see that we're now at at a point with your Jets. This is a a massive loss because it's Monday night football. You had a playoff atmosphere to start. You have the Chargers coming in. Yes, they beat up on a a Bears team that's sinking towards the the bottom of the pit once again. Uh, They're not climbing out like Bain. But now you have the, the situation where the, you let their defense dictate things instead of trying to attack a secondary that's been beatable. You held the ball in the pocket. You showed those warts. Because when they operated fast, what'd they do? They moved the ball. And then Zach Wilson reverted to old form of like, all right, I'm going to stand in the pocket, 1-1,000, 2-1,000, 3-1,000. Oh, I just got hit. Get rid of the ball. Now, now there is isn't always just doom and gloom. Oh, with the Jets, it seems like it. But there is a little bit of hope. All right, now you want to talk about the one thing, man. The one thing that can save the Jets, because there's only one thing, because it's not anybody with the team, because Joe Douglas and Robert Sala continue to biff chances that they needed to do to make the team better. This is from after tonight's game. The Chargers beat the Jets, and Derwin James of the Chargers on the field, and he's shaking hands with Aaron Rodgers. And we're going to play the audio for you and, and try and listen to see what you can hear. We'll tell you exactly what's said. Derwin James asks Aaron Rodgers, how long till you're back? All right, he says, when you coming back? And Aaron Rodgers says, ah, in a few weeks. Give me a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. a few weeks. And then you heard Jared Chase, yeah, come on and suit up. I don't know if he said they need you suit up. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, That's the only thing that can save the Jets. He is the only thing. 
because that's the only addition they can make that will change what's going on now. Because clearly they 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 don't know how to make any changes offensively to try to to make the team better. They're still running the same offense, which is terrible. Which when you keep running the same offense is terrible. You make a few changes. You try to do things a little bit differently. No, the Jets won't do that. The only thing they can hope for is that he has this miraculous recovery. And and in the back of my head, I'm thinking. Boy, if he rushes all the way back and then gets hurt and he blows out his Achilles again, like what's that going to mean? But now I'm thinking, when he says a few weeks, is that like after Thanksgiving? Is that you know? Because if he said in a month or two, that's that's the normal, that's the normal Christmas holiday, 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 holiday deadline that we thought Aaron Rodgers was still shooting for. Right, he's going to come back around Christmas because the season goes up through the New Year. But when he says a few weeks. I'm saying, okay, this is nearly mid-November now. Are we going to see him right after Thanksgiving? Are we going to see him? Are we going to see him like week twelve? I mean, really? Are we, we going to see him week twelve? No, no. If we see him back week twelve, truly, I do want a minute by minute accounting of everything that's gone on Oof. and and what the injury actually was. Show me the scans. I mean, real ones, no doctored ones. I want them fresh out of the oven uh, when they're baked. But if he were to come back like that, I mean, it would be a Christmas miracle like when, you know, M- Mrs. Brady got her, her voice back to do the Christmas concert. Dude, you have to, forget about millennials. You got to explain to some Generation X people what that reference was. Nah, that's a good one. <laughs> Everybody watches the Brady Bunch. You know, I saw a video today. My wife showed me, and Pam showed me. Says, "Look at this video." I said, "That's Alice from the Brady Bunch." She goes, "Yeah." How old do you think she was in this picture? I got her. She was. She was forty-two. Forty-two. <laughs> yeah. No, a lot of those. Forty-two, forty-five. Right. I mean, that's what they did with she's Arch, not sixty. Arch, no, Archie and Edith yeah. Bunker. Right. How yeah. old are they? Yeah, mid forties. Yeah, he's forty-four here. Wait, really? Carol O'Connor. Sherman is Helmsley. How old is he? Thirty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whoa. Life was rough in but, the seventies. But, but I, I think about my my mom's mom. Like was walking around in the moo moos when I was a kid. How old was she? Fifty two. Your mom looked like Mrs. Roper. No, no, no. My my grandmother <laughs> looked like Mrs. Roper because she wore the yeah. moo moos all the time. I you know, they're now having Mrs. Mrs. Roper kind of dress up and meetups kind of things happen. Really, you can dress it's up. Kind of a Mrs. big deal. I did not know. A friend that. of mine did that with a bunch of her girlfriends sure, uh, about a, two weeks ago. That's a big deal, or something you it's found? In the, they found in the dark web. Was that something you found? <laughs> I don't know if it's a big deal well, as much I, as, hey, you know what you Look, if do? I were to open a bar, I would try to recreate everything that was right with the Regal Beagle. Would you call it the Beagle Regal? I call it Beagle Regal so I don't get sued. No, oh, I try to get the rights. That's smart. That's smart. You can't get the rights to Regal Beagle. And then I, I'd see if um, Richard Robert, Richard Robert, Klein, because you got the, the brother. Larry. Right? Yeah, Larry Dallas. I yeah, got to yeah, see if Larry yeah, Dallas yeah, yeah, yeah. is available to yeah. be there at the grand Richard opening. Klein, Richard Klein. It's Richard, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Richard Klein. Robert's the... Robert Klein, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Klein, who I used to work with, of all the Klein brothers. <laughs> the Kleins. Used, there you yeah, go. Yeah, it all I, comes I, together. I have a... I have a uh, I'm one I'm one connection removed from Robert Klein. How about that? Yeah. Who knew? One con- I don't know that I could call Lee Klein, who I used to do radio shows with, and get to Robert Does Klein. Does he hate you? No, no, no. I just don't... I, I, I don't... <laughs> No, I can fine. neither no, confirm Lee, nor Lee, Lee deny. And Lee and I are fine. Lee and I are fine. It's not about that. Uh, Twitter at <laughs> How About a Fresca Mike and Swan. I don't know if he talks to his cousin. That's it. I don't know if he talks to his cousin. That's all. Oh, uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. So that's the only thing. One thing to save the Jets. Rogers comes back. That's it. Every week now is just can we win this game nine six. And is one, another week like the highlight for me offensively now of Jets games is going to be watching Rogers throw pregame. 
That's the best thing I'm going to see. That was pretty good. He did that for a nationwide audience, and it went viral. Stepping into it. He's he stepping, walked in. He didn't have to have the golf cart or anything. He's stepping into throws and throwing it further than Zach Wilson during the game. Although I, I don't think he's supposed to be acting at this point. Nah, I think they're still on strike, so I think uh, he's breaking all protocols with his dramatic entrances to the uh, field of play. This is, this is maybe how it goes in Arian Foster's script. We get a post-Thanksgiving Aaron Rodgers is back. A mere three months after tearing his Achilles, he is back. And the NFL would pass a rule. You're not allowed to sack Aaron Rodgers. Oh, no, no, no. He's going to have it. There's going to be like a halo rule in effect. Well, no, no. you got to get two-hand touch and two hands at the same time, like when you're playing on the street. Can't pitter-patter. It's got to be two hands at the same time. If you hit him... That's a penalty, but two-hand touch is a sack. No, no, no. They're, because we know he's such a fan of the Master Thespians on Broadway mm. when he did his tourism thing when he first signed with the Jets, there will be someone who will become a spotlight operator. <laughs> and the spotlight on Aaron Rodgers will be wide enough whereby if you go inside of that halo, mm. it's a red card. <laughs> Exit out about a fresca swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Tyrac.com studios. We got more on Monday Night Football and a big night in the NBA. The return of James Harden. It's next right here, Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But you know what? We could do that in January when they come back to Los Angeles. The Eagles, not the... Uh... They're going to tour forever, the Eagles. No, yes, we're done. Should. Now we're doing it again. Now we're done. We're doing it again. What now are you going to do it once you're done? It's like done. radio host. Nobody we're wants done. to leave. We're done. We're doing it again. You start doing podcasts. You start doing other people's podcasts. You start yeah. yelling at people on the street corner. I'm doing a podcast. We're people that yell. <laughs> If you're a touring musician, you, know, you, you know, lose your mind you know, I think sitting at home. Sometimes I think the world would be better if everybody operated under the the strategy of BJ Novak, Ryan in the office, when Creed wanted to be on the internet and BJ Novak knew we couldn't allow Creed. So we put up opened a Word document for him and Creed thought he was giving people thoughts. He was just typing in a Word document. Word doc, yeah. Jim says, Are you insane? You're gonna, I don't I know what I'm doing. I, I opened a Word document for him. And he's writing like he's tweeting and he's blogging yeah. and everything else. You're really uh only talking uh, to yourself. And I, I helped him open a Word and document. It's an AI chat with yourself. Who but Man. yes, the Eagles will tour forever. Yes. The Rolling Stones will be back on tour as soon as possible. Man, I'll tell you. Guns N' Roses just finished their seven-year tour. Yeah. Guess what? How about a new I song? I just got it. How about a new song? The General. How about a new song? Did no, you just a, a better song than that. How about a better song? How about we're going to work on a new album? How about that? How about working well, on Well, Slash album? is going back on tour. Yeah, but he's going- And then I need Duff to support his new uh, yeah, solo yeah, album, how, which how about, I really enjoy. How, how about- yeah? How about, but you do some new songs. But some good Maybe ones. Maybe we go to Malibu and, and at one of those give me a new uh, song. steakhouses. There used to be a piano where Axel would just randomly show up. Yeah. I know. I don't want filler songs. I want good songs. I get enough wow. filler songs that people think are good. They're not good. Well, you're good. still mad about Coma. They're not good. Because you're a dope. They still want to play Coma all the time. It's great. Uh, it's great because I get to go to the bathroom. Oh, they're doing Coma? Be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom and get my t shirt, and that'll be back for the next song. See you in about 20 minutes. You have no taste. I have great taste. No, you have awful taste. Because I know within five seconds if a song is good. This is a filler song. No, but the lyrics are really deeply personal. I don't give a crap if the lyrics are deeply personal. The song is terrible. You just want a nice hook and a and a beat that you can why, bug why, out why, to. Why can't what you know? You know, you know. My thoughts on music now is is music critics have no idea what a good song is. Oh, the the lyrics are so perfect. Yeah, look but at, you look hate at these, everybody. Look at these lyrics, and they have catchy hooks. No, that's not a catchy hook. You wouldn't know a catchy hook if I hit you in the face with a catchy hook. You wouldn't know what a catchy hook is. These are all filler songs. This is an entire album of filler songs. But you think it's great? Did because, it sell well? Look at look at. She talks about she talks about this, or he talks about this. It the song. I subscribe to your guy, Mark Lanigan. The song has to be about something. <laughs> you don't need to write a song, and then you get you give some. 
You write songs like Another One Bites the Dust, right? When And in Bohemian Rhapsody, when they go up to, what's his name? Uh, Rami Malek's best friend who was in the movie because he, he likes him. Joseph Mazzello. And he goes, hey, look what our bases came up with. Doon, doon, doon. Do, 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 do. Hey, and they made the song around it. That's how you make songs. Come up with something good musically, and then the song can be about anything. It doesn't yeah. need to be about something deeply personal or something that no, it could be about anything. It could be about walking down the street. It could be it could be about anything. Well, your angst over your team sucking. What's one of the what's the what's one of the best rock songs of all time? Ace Freely, back in the New York Roof. What's it about? I'm walking around New York oh, City. Oh, I thought I was what gonna start doing? yelling taking care no. of business. What are you doing? Nothing. I'm walking around New York City. But but what's happening? Nothing. But I'm, I'm just back in a New York groove. Right, right. But but what but what's going on in the song? No, nothing. I'm walking. It's just New York. I'm just I'm in walking. A groove. But yeah, right. But no, but but there's gotta be some reason for this. Like, how do I connect to the song? I'm walking in New York City. That's it. That's a song. That's a song. That's that's all you need. And that and they play that song more on the radio than all these other Hey, this is a I I have not heard that song on the radio is, except when some dopey uh hybrid sports radio host and DJ says, hey, a New York team won tonight. You know what I'm going to play? <laughs> Back. This is a deeply personal song, and coming up next, we're going to release the acoustic version of these deeply personal the songs. The deeply personal song. Yes. What is <laughs> I'm going to buy the Taylor Swift album. Why? Is it new songs? Nope, same songs. But there's very tiny differences in them. Why are we buying them? So she can own the rights and make a lot more money. But don't the songs sound really the same? Yes, they do. But she Didn't she get the paid ball. the first time? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, she did. All right, but I'm going to go buy it. I'm going to go buy the same. Uh, this uh, Your people are buying the same albums that are redone just because. You know what's great about mine? I have only autographed versions that were on her website. Or it's part of my Apple Music subscription. And pay another dime. Pennies. This song is deeply personal. I'm going to play it right now. Oh, good. I'm going to go to sleep while you play this deeply personal song. Is that what you do at concerts? Uh, if they play a deeply personal song. Who was it that you went and saw at the uh, the place by uh, Crypto? Did you, did, oh, did, they, did they have any personal songs? That no, made you are you kidding? Sing? They just brought a bunch of people they had people out on stage and were dancing and they were doing the bird and he's out with the coat and they're doing the dances and Jerome brings the mirror out like Wait, Were you times? in sweatpants? Oh, no, no, no. I think I wore jeans. I think I wore jeans. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they how bring about, the how about hammer pants? They bring the mirror really out bring like the era back. eight times. I used to wear hammer pants Wait, the they 90s. brought the mirror out eight times? Oh, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking they're bringing it out once. Jerome brought that mirror out like eight times, man. It's like, hey, Spot yeah, Jerome brought the mirror out. Two minutes later, hey, Jerome brought the mirror out again. Do you think he paid per mirror appearance? Yeah. Uh, Morris Day came out and said, we're going to do a deeply personal song. Squawk, squawk. Oh, wee, oh, wee, oh. Girl, I want to know you, know you. What's the impetus for that song? A girl I wanted to know. But what else? No, nothing. Why the squawk? I don't know. Oh, wee, oh, wee, oh. It sounds well, good. Well, I mean, uh, bird is a, uh, you know, a, a British term for a woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is one of those nights because the Jets lost as bad as they I'm did. I'm trying to help you through That's it. Why. Uh, this is this is a horrendous night for the Jets, who lose to the Chargers. Yeah. So the Jets jetting is worse than the Chargers chargering, and the eight drummers drumming and ten lords a leaping. <laughs> it is that time of year. Maybe dancing, we just need to rewrite that song. Eight maids a milking. Six geese a laying. Well, at least eight would give you the positive association with Aaron Rodgers. Once you get to five, five snaps before breaking, that's a problem. Eleven jets jetting, ten chargers chargering, nine Wilsons Wilsoning, uh, and that would be Zach Wilson. And the Bears. Uh, 
there still suck. <laughs> Let's hear a little bit of uh, Robert Sala, Jets head coach who just finished meeting the media a few moments ago with a really good-looking beard combo he's got going oh, okay. on. Yeah, very dark beard. Looks good. And it, I like it because it makes him look even angrier oh, in the post-game press conference. So here's uh, Jets head coach Robert Sala talking about his underachieving team who is scoring <laughs> about 16 points a game this year. Third worst team in the NFL. Let's hear from Robert Sala. Robert, do you think that Zach, in an attempt to not throw interceptions, is holding the ball too long, which is now leading to sack? Uh, no. Um... <laughs> I don't, I don't know. No. If, I, don't, I don't know if it's that. Um, stop! Stop for a second. What? He may as well you know, just say d- stop, stop. He may as well just say, "Hey, I don't really have any impact on the offensive side of the fall. I'm a defensive coordinator, you know, right? I just, I just, I no. just got this gig, man. No. I don't know. After he paused, he just took on. Duh. I mean, let's hear that again. Here's Robert Sala. You know, this is his question, and that's the thing. Robert Sala. To, this is not not always on Zach Wilson. Is that? Salah's a defensive coordinator, and his impact is on the defensive side of the ball. They run his system, and it's turned out pretty well. Robert Salah's a great D coordinator, right? All the mm-hmm. great defenses in, in San Francisco. It took him a couple of years, but he's got it working now. But offense is the name of the game, man. This is how you win in the NFL. And I don't even know, is he even in on offensive meetings? I mean, you're looking You're looking at a – anytime I see a, a, a head coach who's got a defensive background, I know this team offensively is going to stink. Any new coaches that come in now because you see the ball through a defensive lens. And that was great in the 80s and 90s when you would win on the backbone of a great defense. But you know what? You don't win in the backbone of a great defense anymore. You win with a great offense. You need offensive coordinator and, and innovators because if you're going to be the head coach of one side of the football, I want the head coach to be the offensive side of the football. Turn it over – turn defense over to somebody else that seemed to work pretty well but you need to be innovative and talented and good now and when you hired a dc like when the jets hired robert saw like hey he's great man players love him great system what's his plan on offense because he's always going to see the game through a defensive lens. Well, he's got Hackett. Which is why you have the jets in the situation <laughs> they are because they think eh, we can figure this out we can figure this out. No, no, Zach. We, we drafted Zach. We can figure it out. No, you can't figure it out. This offense is broken. It is broken. It's been broken, and it's needed to be fixed. You yeah. still walk by it every day. It's like having the car in your yard that's up on blocks. Every day you go, oh, I'm going to get that fixed one day. Oh, I'm going to get that fixed one day. Before one day you walk by and go, eh, it kind of looks good there. It looks like Mater. Or it looks like, <laughs> it looks like well, no, what was the, uh, in cars, they had the the one car in the middle of the square, the town square, Stanley? Who yeah. Was the, who was that? Oh, now it looks like it's just a monument. I didn't need to get it fixed at all. That's that's the Jets. Okay, well that's kind of where we're at. Right. But I did appreciate the answer to this question. Yeah. All right, let's go back. Let, let's hear. Let's hear again from the beginning with Robert Sala on on Zach Wilson. Robert, do you think that Zach, in an attempt to not throw interceptions, is holding the ball too long, which is now leading to sacks? Uh, no. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if it, I, don't, I don't know if it's that. Um, you know, you'd. Uh, I don't have an answer for you on that one. Oh my God! Oh my God! I I don't know if you could say step back. You know, there's like I said, there's it's all encompassing. Like, um, you know, obviously he's going to want some things that he he wishes he could have done better. Um, uh, You know, we from from protection to to, to, it's just a little bit everything. It's just. uh, one of those bizarre games that just every time we had momentum, uh, like I said, just a self-inflicted wound. Uh, wound. Uh, was it his best game? Obviously not. Was it his worst game? No. I'm not going to say it was even close to his worst game, but uh, uh, it's, I think the entire offense, obviously we all could have been better. 
the quarterback's first. job, though, to score points, right? To get For sure. In the end zone. Um, you're not getting it's all of our jobs. No, it's, I don't know. It's all our jobs to score. It's uh, to, to make the right play calls, to make sure um, we're doing all the little things, to, to maintain, to, to, to not fumble the ball, to, to take care of the football, to uh, get positive yardage, to it's just all the little details. Um, you know, we're, uh, it just wasn't good enough to do. The first quarter issues have been persistent throughout the year. You trailed it after every first quarter. How frustrating is that, and how do you correct it? Um, we weren't trailing last week, but um, but I get your point. Um, the... Uh it's it's a little bit of both. I uh, felt like defensively we came out uh, ready to play a football game, and uh, obviously they get the punt return for a touchdown. That's never ideal. Uh, and then obviously two takeaways. It's um, I felt like we were ready to play. Obviously, it's just the like I said, the takeaways just not to put us in a hole. Robert, because right. the you know you know what I take you know what I take away from that TJ. You Other know what than I, the uh, just for men that he has in his beard. Yeah, no, you know what I take for that. You know, what I take away from that. He has no answers. He has no answers for the offense. This is what I mean about a defensive coordinator taking over, and you you got to have an offense that can do. He has no answers. Take five minutes and prep with somebody I mean, over the questions. That everybody, asked everybody, you, but no, but but I but I like seeing that. Okay, I know my head coach has no answers now, yeah. which is ridiculously bad. But at least I know he's got no answers. He's got no answers for why the offense is bad. Why Zach Wilson's getting sacked? He's got no answer for why the offense can't score. He doesn't want to put it all on Zach. He has no answers for anything. Which I'm like. Dude, you've been a head coach now for a while. You got to have a little bit of answers. But this again, like I said, but it, with Robert Sala, this is what goes along with it. But it's another great example of a head coach, and we've seen it at the collegiate level, where between Lincoln Riley and Dabo when he got all mad at folks, and now he's all chesty again because he won uh, and beat Notre Dame and all, uh, and just on down the line with many of these head coaches in the National Football League. There's no accountability. Or I didn't get do this, I didn't do that. That's your job. It's like a quarterback, right? When you lose, it's about me and I didn't make plays. When you win, it's about we. And you highlight all the great catches, all the great plays, whatever else. Coaches, it's the same thing. And here it's a lot of stumbling, bumbling, and not really coming to any level of a, an adequate response of, well, you know, the, the sacks and the, uh, like, holding on to the ball too long. Just say, yeah, mm-hmm. we need to get the ball out fast. They've got great pass rushers. That's it. That's not condemning Zach Wilson. That's just basic football strategy. They got two guys that might be Hall of Famers on the other side. Yeah, we can't let them hit our damn quarterback. The ball's got to be out. That's my, not hard. My head coach has no answers. He's got no answers at this point. Not no answers. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup sits starts fantasy football players rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition listen to i want your flex with mike Harmon and me dan buyer on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts fox 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Draymond. Oh, I thought you had the rest of it. Me too. There we go. Uh, we'll have more on Monday Night Football and the big managerial moves that were made today in Major League Baseball. But going into, you know, it is kind of a fantasy type thing going into oh, yeah. uh, tomorrow night coming off of Monday Night Football. But you and I talked earlier in the show about a couple of quarterbacks who either you want to stash for fantasy or 
watch them play really well the second half of the season. We talked about Aaron Rodgers, right? You saw him throwing 50-yard bombs tonight. Yeah, he's potentially uh, intriguing if he can get himself cleared. Stash him. He said a few weeks. Derwin James asked him after the yeah. game, when are you coming back? A few weeks. Play defense. So, Just stash yeah. him. If he plays for you, great. And if he doesn't, uh, at least he's not potentially popping up uh, to defeat you. But the other guy we both like, and I'm telling you, he's going to win a lot of people fantasy championships, is Joshua Dobbs. All right, Not that he he stepped in with the Vikings with no practice yesterday and won the game. No, that was great. But when you look at his situation, and many teams need quarterbacks now. Quarterbacks are underperforming. Uh, it's happening all across the well, league. we're going into our 10th rookie already. Yeah, and he's, you're looking at a team that's going to get Justin Jefferson back. Okay, but more importantly... They don't run the football well. Yesterday, Josh Dobbs had 66 yards rushing. You are going to see him scramble, and you're going to see designed runs for him because he's their biggest threat out of the backfield. So when you combine that, you're looking at a guy that's going to be a potential for 20 or more fantasy points a week at quarterback. And when you're struggling now with Geno Smith or other guys that are giving you 12 or 13 points sometimes – because of the rushing ability of Josh Dobbs, who every week could be 60 yards and a touchdown or 60, he gives you seven points before he even throws a pass. With this good offense, these good pass catchers, telling you, Josh Dobbs win a lot of people fantasy titles. Yeah, the potential is certainly there. We look at the schedule as, as we go down the line here for, for the Vikings. You got a date coming up with New Orleans, then Denver, then Chicago. Uh, enough said there. Uh, then Las Vegas. Uh, by then, the honeymoon will have worn off. And then you've got Cincinnati, Detroit, Green Bay, and Detroit. Again, the dopey scheduling, but you won't use week eight, 18 in most leagues, so you get Detroit and Green Bay to finish off. And we've seen Green Bay's defense, for the most part, underperform uh, this year. Yeah, they took care of Brett Rippon. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> opportunity. And we've seen the Lions, at times, eviscerated. All of a sudden, you know, we went from a week of – Boy, is Justin Jefferson really going to come back? And they were kind of mealy-mouthed about his mm-hmm. potential availability. All of a sudden, the eyebrows are raised because the while you may not win the division, you are right now in the seven slot for the playoffs. Telling you, watch. Josh Dobbs going to win a lot of people titles and could get the Vikings into the playoffs. Look out. Coming up next, more from Monday Night Football and what to know after the big managerial swapperoo of today. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.